Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thank you, Randy Mann. It is a Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Three questions, not one, not two, but three. A little short of four, but we do have three here. Are you wearing a mask? It seems like a pretty simplistic question. I, th- I think now, at the beginning, I, I would say it's 50-50 as the wearing or not wearing, but now, it's uh, nearly 100%, at least where I've seen people. Uh, I'm sure there are some that aren't wearing it, but I, I haven't seen them. Okay, are you wearing one? Are you calling out anybody? Is anybody calling you out? Not a good idea. Don't get involved with that over the mask. Uh, and the second question, I don't know why it really angered me to see Major League Baseball players taking a knee during the anthem. You know, the football players, there's a lot of hot dogs who want camera time no matter what, so you can dismiss it. But baseball, to me, has been different. Even though I'm not a huge baseball fan, I consider baseball the true all-American sport, even though there's probably uh, more people that aren't uh, uh, weren't born in America anyway playing baseball. It still seems that way. And when they, when they take a kneel, it, it hurts me. It, it angers me at the same time when they take that knee uh, during the anthem. How does it affect you? If if, if it affects you at all. Uh, but mine was partially ang- angry and partially, oh, stop it. You know, it's like something you'd say to a child that keeps doing the same thing over and over that's annoying you. Finally, you might say, just stop it. But in this case, I put a little more emphasis into just stop it. All right, we, we've, we've seen your childish... Re- uh, uh, reaching out to try and get attention, we've had enough. And the third one, are you afraid of uh, showing public support for President Trump? Th- that's the hidden uh, uh, voter group, and I think there's a lot of them, by the way. I think there's a lot of them. Uh, not everybody is as warrior-like as Mary from Lancaster. She sounds like a real Viking type of woman. <laughs> she sounds hot. Yeah, let's go get them, put those steins on there, bring them forward. But uh, congratulations to you, Mary. Let us go uh, to number one. That would be Ann in Buffalo. Ann, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Hello there, Ann. What do you have for us today? Uh, well, three things, but then I have something special for you as well. Um, as far as masks, I wear them. I wear them when I go in the store, and when I come out of the store, I take them off because it don't make sense to me. Uh, God's fresh air blowing on me, 
and I got on these hot things on my nose. <laughs> I, well, that's a, that's a good plan so far. So I uh, take them off. But you know, that way you keep down a whole lot of stuff, and I don't run up on anybody asking them, why don't you have your mask on? Because I don't want anybody to run up on me. I try not to curse. So I. <laughs> yeah, you're a good church fearing person. You don't want to be cursing somebody else. I just stay out of that mess. As far as baseball, they're down on them knees for the wrong reason. They need to use those knees for a purpose and not bull. But uh, that's them. Uh, as far as Trump, I'm not ashamed to tell anybody I, I vote for Trump. I like Trump. You know, he talks too much sometimes, but I like him. And I'm not no child, and I don't need anybody telling me what I should and should not do. That's why I can't stand that stupid governor we have. But that's, <laughs> that's I like your comment uh, regarding I sometimes he talks too much. But I still like Trump. That's that's a that make a good bumper sticker. But but as far as in, I don't know how many more times on a serious note, and I meant this from my heart. I don't know how many more times I'll be able to talk to you because I'm getting off into something else. But may the peace of God be with you and yours. God's grace, God's mercy. I hope He take care of you the rest of your life, and keep you strong. And with that, mercies, blessings, and peace forever and ever. And I know, I realize I don't know you, you know, as far as you know, but I know you because you're one of the first people that I talk to over the phone. And I can honestly say I've learned a lot. And I have much love in my heart for you. And God bless you, honey. You, you are such a sweetheart. You brought tears to my eyes. Thank you, Ann. You're and, and, and thank you for the thought and the sentiment and the call. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. How do you, um, how do you follow that up? Uh, I got tears coming down my eyes. Yeah, me too. I mean, she brought me to tears. Wow. Love That's you, Ann. Ann. Yeah, we all love Anne. We really do. She's such a great woman and um, speaks very plainly, very directly, and uh, very uh, strongly. And we really appreciate that, Anne. Thank you very much. It's one of the uh, one of the things that will make it hard for me to do that show next Thursday. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. On Speech and Company, we're just getting over Anne's very, very nice tribute. Uh, it brought tears to Tony. It brought tears to me. Um, it's nice when something means something. I know when I look up at the screen and say that Anne is on the line, it, um, it is something I look forward to uh, because of her ability to capsulize what she's thinking and, and really go for it. She's always been like that, and that's why we like Anne as a caller but, uh, and, and as a person because it shows in what she says. She's a great person, too. And um, I'm going to miss that. You know what, Tony? Maybe I'll uh, have my home phone and, and do uh, do a, a one-on-one show, say once a week, with her and uh, maybe Mary and uh, certainly Ella. Just, you know, just some fun, uh, fun people and people that we know. 
and uh, just do a one-on-one. That would be neat. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's something else, isn't she? Yeah. And by the way, thanks to Steve C. Sean, uh, that was uh, some beautiful stuff that he posted. Yeah, Steve uh, worked with us and, in yep. several places and posted some. Uh, Steve C. Sean and posted some uh, good photos too. Uh, some I don't, I don't even remember that one of me wearing the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> Bernadette loves that because she's a huge Disney fan. And I'm always breaking her chops about Disney, and here I am wearing Disney. You know what that's for when they opened uh, MGM, and we went down to Disney. Oh, wow. And did the, did the broadcast from there. So I think that's where that's from. I hope so. After a while, they kind of uh, lose track of the actual date. It's just amazing oh. how time's going by. I mean, I'm looking at Sean and what he posted. I remember when he was a 16-year-old intern of mine when we were on Elmwood Avenue. And then he ended up being news director of right. BEN right here in the building we're in now. Although I'm not in it, and I'm not going to be in it because everybody's still out except for uh, one person. It's just one person, right? It's just Maz? Basically, yeah. Yeah, he's the only one that's there. Or Susan Rose, too, but she's on vacation this week. I think at the most at one time we would ever see in here, and that's during the day, is 12 people, and that's spread out. Uh, throughout the building. Over the whole building. Yeah. we got a big big footprint. Next thing you know, Intercom will have us in a pup tent. Uh, yeah, it's a lot cheaper than uh, than the rent there. <laughs> I can tell you that. Sure. I don't think that's going out on a limb. No. Okay, the three questions. Are you wearing a mask and all the questions that go with that? Secondly, Major League Baseball players are taking a knee. That ticked me off more than the football players for some reason. And are you afraid of showing public support for President Trump? Okay, let's go to line two. This would be Terry in Texas, always one of our best calls. Terry, you're on WBEN. I was going to come in here raising hell. Now Ann's got me all misty-eyed. <laughs> so I just, uh, as far as baseball goes, I can just gloss over that. I don't care about baseball. I don't care about what anybody in baseball thinks, says, or does. Uh, baseball sucks to me. It's like glorified golf, so they can keep that and, you know, whatever they want to do with that. As far as the masks go, obviously, I'm sure you all have heard in Texas it's been mandated by the governor. You know, you got to wear it indoors and um, in public places that are outdoors when you can't keep six feet of social distancing. And so I do that, but I also do that because 99.9% .9 of my customers require a mask and my employer requires me a mask um, by default. You know, as far as some of the people go, like I seen a girl the other day, she was at the corner, you know, waiting for the walk, don't walk thing to change, and she was wearing a mask, and there was nobody around her. So I'm not going to lie, while I was sitting at the red light, I was thinking about how dumb she looked, and she proved my point by not walking when the sign changed from <laughs> don't walk to walk. She waited until it said don't walk, and then I was like, Dang. I was like, that's right. I expected to see that, you know. But uh, it is what it is. One of the best analogies I heard was from a doctor on the radio, I believe, that said that um, wearing a mask to protect against the coronavirus is similar to attempting to keep mosquitoes out of your home with a chain-link fence. <laughs> that's pretty good. Terry, excellent. Very nice. Uh, and, and, and well done. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Terry always has um, has good thing. The mosquitoes and the chain link fence. He's in Texas, where men are men. Let's go to line three. It's Patty. Patty, you're on WBen. 
Hello, Sandy. And I have to say that while I'm glad for you retiring, it makes I'm not glad because I don't want to not hear you anymore. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you very much, Patty. I appreciate that. You create the illusion, or maybe it's a delusion, of being actually people's, being very people-friendly. And so almost like a friend, you know, I hear your voice in the morning when I'm up and doing things around the house, and that'll be gone. Anyway. That's nice. I hear my voice in the morning, too, and oh. I'm tired of it. I like to hear somebody else's voice. <laughs> I heard the chain link uh, fence reference, and that's, that's really fun. And the other one I heard was uh, it's like operating a submarine with a screen door in it. When you... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. People can be very creative and very clever. Online, surely there's some dunces online, but there are also some people who turn out to be very funny. But to be serious, I don't know if anybody's mentioned neurosurgeon Dr. Russell Blaylock. And he has a fascinating article online. You can just Google his name and and it'll come up. And he talks about how unhealthy it is for healthy people to wear a mask. And he gets into discussing viral loads and that the body's designed to expel things, not re- keep rebreathing them. That's a good point. Had not thought of that. Pardon me? That's a good point. I had not thought of that. Fascinating article, Dr. Russell Blaylock. Okay. And, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is as I watched this happening, um, I, I saw the first ploy uh, was fear and terror. Uh, and it struck me as it was almost like war of the, what I've heard about when War of the Worlds was. Uh, um, broadcast, and everybody goes into being terrified by the fact that aliens have landed, so everybody's terrified by this coronavirus. And that seems to have worked very well. Have you noticed that when you get near someone, they almost leap away from you? Oh, yeah, and if you, God help you if you sneeze. Well, yeah. If you, if you sneeze, you might as well get on a spaceship and get out of the planet because everybody panics. But then they worked on guilt. It said, now you don't want to give it to Grandma. Okay. That's true. If none of those, if those two things didn't get to you and make you conform, then it was money. We're going to hit you in the pocket. Two thousand dollar fine in some areas. Yes, uh, our tests are inaccurate. We have no knowledge of the actual death rate. And plus, uh, remember, uh, Florida uh, screwed up the analyzation of the uh, tests. And so uh, they had several areas with 100% uh, people tested tested positive, which is impossible. Yes, and instructions have been given if you, if you die with COVID, it's to be designated as that. There was the motorcycle, the person killed in the motorcycle accident. But yeah. dying of COVID, no. So it's no- like if you get run over by a truck, but you got COVID, they say you died of COVID, right? Yes. And uh, lastly, I'm, I'm concerned that this is setting up people to comply with uh, forced vaccines and nano tracers. I really am concerned about that. We'll watch because right now they say there's like five that are going to the final stage in the clinical trials. And we'll see when they act and they're, they're building up advanced uh, stocks of those in case uh, that they make it through the third trial. Uh, but we'll see where it goes. But uh, I think there'll be a lot of people who simply don't like vaccines in the first place that won't take them, and some will. We'll see where that goes. Meanwhile, thank you for the kind words. Mm. We really appreciate it. Thank you uh, for the uh, call. Okay, Mr. Beamer, that's another nice lady. 
you know, I'm a chick magnet. Did I ever tell you that? It's the first thing you told me. Yeah, that's why. When I first See, met you. That's why Ann likes me. She knows I'm a chick magnet, although I've never seen Ann, and Ann's never seen me. I feel <laughs> like I know her. And same with Ella, same with Mary. Mary's a Mary's a, a fighter. She puts stickers on her on her car. She put things on her hats. I mean, she's the kind of person you want on a rally. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, give me a Sa- buzzy. Well, Sandy, give me first, some, first could I just tell you what I think of the uh, the baseball situation? Sure, go ahead. Um, you know, so I saw the Giants players kneel down, and there's been a few other teams that had a player or two. And, uh, of course, me personally, you know, I'll always go back to my initial why the anthem, what is this achieving? Um, but I'm still going to watch baseball. And why? Because in 2004, when Carlos Delgado sat during the national anthem, I still watched the Mets. I still watched baseball at the time. So, yes, it, it, it makes me cringe. Uh, I wish there was another way they could protest because I don't understand the anthem. And now asking this question for years, no one's been able to give me a logical reason of why pick the anthem to do your protest when you're not protesting. You're protesting police brutality. You're not protesting this country. You're not protesting Mm -hmm. the military. And I think it really is a shot at those who served. So you have those freedoms. Find some other way. And again, I don't mind if, if athletes use their Twitters, if they use their post-game interviews. Again, use your platform for whatever you want. But the anthem, I, it, it just to me, it's, it makes no sense why that is the, is the one they pick. Well, that's a good, that's a, a good dissertation on that because I feel basically the same way. Let's take a break, and then we'll return on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we are back with Beach and Company. Uh, let me give you uh, some information. We brought Ethel in. Ethel was outside the um, door uh, sque- uh, squealing. She wanted to know what was going on in here. So uh, Bernadette uh, picked her up like a baby and brought her in. We put her right next to the microphone. Now, normally, she'll chat your ear off. She's a, a chatting Bengal uh, cat. But this time, she wouldn't. I don't know why. Uh, sometimes we'll catch it, uh, and sometimes we don't. But Ethel and Lucy are pretty soon to be joined by Anya. Anya, who's also a, a, a Bengal, but she's a baby Bengal. She's just born a few weeks ago. So when she gets to the proper age, we will pick up Anya, and the uh, house will be complete. Uh, meanwhile, that, uh, that wow, that, uh, th- that what uh, Anne said really moved me. Uh, it, it really shows that uh, sometimes... Even though it's a radio show and we're not in the same room at the same time, we're on the same wavelength, aren't we? And uh, for uh, for somebody to say that to me meant a lot. And thank you uh, very much, Anne. And uh, uh, Tony and Buzzy, give Anne a, fa- a fabulous recommendation if you're talking to David Bellavia when he takes over the show on the 3rd. Uh, make sure that he knows how uh, good a caller she is and uh, how she should be put to the front of the line. Absolutely. Okay, let's uh, go to line one right now. My friend Don from uh, school. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony. How are you guys today? We're doing okay. As a matter of fact, I was going to call you when I got off the air. I probably still will, but maybe I won't save me the cost of a call. No, I will call you when I get off the air. What's going on? Uh, well, the first question is, are you wearing a mask? Yeah. The, yes, um, I wear a mask. And uh, in my case, uh, wearing a mask is like uh, a chick magnet. I do hey, better uh, when I got a mask on than when I... <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe your lovely wife thinks of you as a bandito or something. Who is this man? Entering my home wearing a mask. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is it th- that kind of thing going on? Oh, yeah. I, I've been stealing from her for years. <laughs> I've been stealing a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Now she knows. I never should have said that. Oh, by the way, I, I totally understand if you can't get to the wedding because of the virus. I'm sure there'll be some like that, usually from out of town. And we've got a couple of others already, and the the uh, results are just coming in. But I'm sure you'll be with me in spirit, and uh, I will enjoy your meal because the, the food is really good at this restaurant, and that's why you should fill in the filet mignon line, okay? So that when it comes, I'll say, oh, he couldn't make it. Give me his. Okay, if, if it... Uh comes down to that uh, I'll, make, <clears throat> I'll make sure i'll do that so you give me the authority to have your meal if you're not there oh i was gonna put dibs on it 
Hey, uh, Don, okay, you're wearing the mask. Uh, have you been confronted, or are you confronting anybody? Uh, that's another subject. Uh, I do a lot of walking. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't know what happened to my voice. It's got to be the weather here. It's- are you wearing a mask? No, I'm not wearing a mask. Oh, and you're on the air, and you're wearing a mask. No, I'm not. I, I, I'm not trying to win you over sexually, so I... I de- <laughs> uh, no, you're not. I, I know. I'm just uh, just having some fun. Anyway, uh, I confront a lot of people when I go out walking, which I do every day. And I, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of people over the, since we started with the masks. And I've yet to see one person that I've come in contact with during my walks that has a mask on. Not- oh, really? Wow. That's totally. You live near Philadelphia. We always try and set the scene a little bit. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure you're good at walking. Remember our Friday night walks? Uh, you, me, and Eddie uh, used to take Friday nights be- before we had cars and walk all over around our town. And I kind of miss that. Now I can barely get from one place to another because of a, ba- a balance problem. But the bottom line is uh, we did a lot of, a lot of walking and it was uh, good for us. And it always came up empty. We never came up. Uh, we never did get to get together with any of those young females back in. Well, you can't pick up women when you're walking. You got to have a car. That's why we all wanted a car. <laughs> Eddie, I think Eddie was the first one to get a car, and then Bob Rowe, and then me. But we all had cars then. Yeah, well, those were the good old days, as you would you often refer to as. Those were the days when you could pull up in front of a girl who was walking and say, hey, you want to go get some ice cream? Now the SWAT team would be out after you. Yes, they would. No question about it. Uh, All right. What about the second question? Uh, are you uh, are you bothered by Major League Baseball players taking a knee? Uh, very much so. Uh, in fact, the manager of the San Francisco Giants, his name is Kapler, and I'm very familiar with him because for the last two years he was the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, and uh, yeah, I'm very familiar with him. He he took a knee, and some players are taking knees, and uh, oh well, it's their prerogative. I, I don't agree with it, but that's the way it goes. Okay, and the third question: Are you afraid of showing public uh, support for President Trump? Uh, basically, yes. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a Mary uh, like. She is fearless. Mary is. She's got. She's. She's a female warrior. I got to. Got to admire her. And uh, I. I don't want to take that kind of a chance, especially with anything on the car. That that's just inviting a problem. Well, me too. And that's the thing that would bother me the most. One on one, fine. Come ahead, take your chances. Don't touch my car. You don't want to touch my car. Not a good. Not a good uh, play for you. Right. In fact, uh, I'm going to uh, uh, repeat something that I just wrote recently. I think that covers what's going on politically. Uh, Back in the day, around the time when we both lived in Massachusetts, and uh, I lived at home like you did at that time, uh, both of my parents were die-in-the-wool Democratic voters. And if I had come home back in those days and started spouting off the Democratic platform that's out there today, guess what? I would have been homeless the next day. Yeah, I don't think the Democrats of our time, which include my family and your family, 
are the Democrats of today. The, uh, I, I think the party of today would be almost like a foreign party, a party of uh, some country overseas, because it sure as hell that didn't represent America. They done uh, good. I'll talk to you uh, later. I'll probably give you a buzz this afternoon, okay? Thank you very much. You have a good uh, day. I will. Thank you. Uh, my best friend since third grade. Imagine knowing somebody since the time you were, uh, uh, let's see, third grade would be what, about nine, since you were nine. And that's how long I've known him. And we've been uh, dear friends ever since. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Uh, let's see. Let's get to Pete in Ontario. He's usually a fiery com- uh, contributor. Pete, you're on WBEN. Hey. Yes, go ahead, Pete. Yeah, listen, it's uh, first of all, we up here our masks are great. The ones that we do have, if you, I'm in the dental field, so we 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 really come a long way in a couple of couple of weeks, uh, or sorry, a couple in the last couple of months. But also, uh, and uh, I know she's listening. A wonderful, wonderful woman, and and I hear her on uh, checking in with David when David's been on the radio, and he knows her well. And That's great because I, I want to see her still there as a regular contributor. And if she has a relation with David, good. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah, she definitely does. And as for uh, as for the baseball players, uh, nobody shame. And I guess any of those guys from the Dominican or Venezuela that are playing here, I'll bet they're standing up damn proud to be here. But you know what? I want to just go over to the Trump situation where it relates to everything going on, right from the mask. To, to uh, you know, whatever is going on right now is to hinder the relationship between the client, which is the American public, and the uh, executive branch, which is run by probably the boldest president ever. When you have Joe Biden not actually even ready or willing to answer a question from the press, I've never seen anything like this. I think the perfect storm is upon us. I think it's a great time for you to to check out now, Sin. I mean, you're you're checking out on talk, and um, you know, November, a hunker down. I think November third of uh, 2020 is going to be that of of of, uh, of of history, and I don't think it's going to be good. I, Whoa. I think I think the man is, should take the election. I think he will. If he doesn't, I truly believe it's because there'll be widespread mail-in balloting. There'll be George Soros, who's connected with some of these voting machines and, and, and how different parts of these voting machines were sold. I think it's, uh, I think it's a, a, a weak and feckless attorney general that stands and does nothing and then comes out last week with a posted the picture of the MS-16 guy that he's going to put in jail forever. Okay, whatever. Like, you'd think that that wouldn't have just happened if he can find the guy. Um, You know, the guy's probably underground, or he's probably in Mexico or somewhere else. But is that what you're going to do, Attorney General Barr? When when the the first in history president of America was cooed against, and you guys are doing nothing about it? So, yeah, I don't think Trump will take this election if he does. That's great. There's going to be a civil unrest never seen before. And if he doesn't, I truly believe it because of fraud. I think 75% of the people out there will not come forward and say they're going to vote for Trump and will. And how could you blame them? 
Wow. I hear you, Pete. You're making a lot of sense. And thank you. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Frank in Tonawanda. He's on line three. Frank, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. And uh, I just wanted to uh, wish you a happy retirement if I don't get to talk to you next week. Thank you. You've been one of our regular callers through the years, and we always appreciate it when your name comes up on the screen. Sandy, go way back with you when you were a DJ. I mean, <laughs> way back. So it's almost like having a good friend that you never met in person. Well, I did meet you one time over at uh, at a jewelry store during the holidays. You were doing a uh, satellite. Yeah, at Holford Jewelers. That was fun. Every every Christmas time we were there. Yes. But, you know, getting back... Yeah, Ann, I tell you, I love Ann. <laughs> Ann is too much. Wow. She, but she nails it. You know, she nails it with common sense. And and that's what a lot of people are lacking nowadays is common sense. And, uh, and she, you could tell that she's very loyal to this country. She's very patriotic. And, uh, and I wish more people would be able to express their, their patriotism without being pillared and uh, from pillar to post. I mean, you should be able to express your opinions whether you're you're for or against. And uh, uh, unfortunately, now in this toxic environment that we're living in, people have no no uh, uh, what is it um, understanding for somebody else's opinion. Well, remember what Lincoln said: "A house divided uh, cannot stand." And then oh. we are definitely—I've never seen us more divided than we are now. Me neither. And uh, you know, and, and it's. It's, it goes it goes back to their hatred for Donald Trump. I mean, the man, <laughs> I think if it was any other president in there, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. But th- their hatred for him is just unparalleled. And uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's almost homicidal, if that's a, if the correct term for this. Right. They, they do not want him in that job. They hate everything he's ever said or done. I've never seen anybody uh, get a reaction like that yet. He's been very effective when they let him be the president. He's been extremely effective. For sure. Can you imagine any other um, uh, any other Republican who would be president at this time? Are you kidding me? Their, their backbones are like Linguini to begin with, and they, they would never be able to put up with the crap that the media faces him every day. I mean, it's, it's day in and day out. It's not as if they do it once or twice a week. It's every day. It's every day and everything. It doesn't matter. He could come out and, uh, today and say, we found the vaccine for the virus. Here it is. It's in my hand. We have a billion uh, doses ready to go. It's free. Come on, and everybody's going to get a lollipop, and the Democrats would come out against it. Or sure, they would say, what took so long? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we- uh, but you know what? They are so overboard on their hatred for him that it's almost turned into comedy. Uh, they don't realize it that when you do this much uh, every day, pound that gavel on, on the wall there, uh, that eventually you're going to look like a buffoon because everybody knows what you're going to do. There's no surprise anymore. No, no. And, uh, you know, and getting, and getting to the, uh, to the uh, baseball players, I'm sorry. You know, uh, <laughs> all these athletes now, these professional athletes, they should be on their hands and knees thanking God that they're getting paid to play a game that kids played when they were young. And they're getting paid a lot of money to do it. Right. They're getting paid so much money to do it. Now, if anything, you should, like I said, they should be on their hands and knees thanking God for the, 
for the privilege and for the, the talent that they had that was bestowed on them by God. Because without that talent, they would just be another average person walking the streets complaining. Now they're complaining because they feel that they're not getting any respect. Well, they have to be thinking this. If I were not playing Major League Baseball and earning probably millions of dollars, what else could I do for a living? Well, I'd love to hear those guys step up and tell us. Go to home plate with a microphone and Lou Gehrig saying I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And, and tell me what else you would be doing, because I have a feeling they're not multifaceted uh, uh, with skills. No, for sure. And uh, it's, it's just unfortunate that uh, now it's spread to baseball. You know, and 75% of the baseball players are foreigners, for crying out loud. And next it'll be hockey. And hockey, uh, I don't think it'll, it'll move the needle on hockey nationally. Uh, so that won't make any difference. And besides, if you take a knee on the ice, it's harder to get standing again. <laughs> you know, I, I just, um, I, I'm really, truly going to miss you when you're gone. And uh, and I just want to wish you the happiest uh, retirement and have many happy years ahead. Well, thank you, Frank. That means a lot to me, especially a long-time caller like you. I feel like I know you and you feel like you know me. And that's the best relationship we can have thank you frank thank you very much okay guys uh that about wraps it up after this show after another 22 seconds uh, we'll have what five shows left well you will cue the uh final countdown by europe if you remember from the geico commercials yeah uh only four more after tomorrow and uh wow and that'll be it uh, and we'll have some fun songs to play I've already, uh, Tony and our huge staff uh, will put together. Some we got the work, research team working on it. Yeah, they're, they're all working overtime. All Tony, the interns are in, you know. Absolutely. It's, just, it's a big, big, uh, uh, you know. So that'll be uh, starting next week. We have a show to do tomorrow, and that'll be fun too. And we'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 on News Radio 930 WBEN. Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.